Hey, what's going on? How'd you feel after the first day of practicing your guys out there? Oh, glad to be back. Glad to be back. Uh, everybody's moving around good, so happy to be back. Mike, I know that when you guys, you guys liked Trayvon when you drafted him. Since then, with the rookie minicamp, the OTAs, minicamp, and however you, whatever your interaction's been with him, why do you like him more now than maybe draft day? We like him more now because we know the person now. We know the player. We see the player on film, but the person, his work ethic, what he talks about off the field, that's what we like about him. And, you know, we just can't wait to get him going more, get him in the pads, and just see him progress. Mike, do you guys have any more of an update on Devin Lloyd and exactly how severe the hamstring injury he suffered was? No, we're just going to let that take care of itself. Uh, you know, there's no timetable on it. We'll just let him go. He's really getting a bunch of good mental reps now. That's important for a young player uh, to get the mental reps. And he's standing beside Coach Gilbert and Coach Sutton, myself, and he's getting the mental reps. So it's good for him. What have you seen out of Chad Miller? Well, this, uh, this spring, we saw him come in, uh, saw his production in college, and then just the mental part of the game. He's playing uh, real fast for a young guy. And just can't wait to see once the pad get on, just uh, see him go out there and do what he's supposed to do. You uh, were a part of the NFL's diversity program going up to the owners' meetings in Atlanta. Got the Bill Walsh diversity coaches out here uh, participating with training camp. Can you talk about the importance of these diversity programs uh, to help diversify the coaching staffs? Uh, it's really, uh, I think it's important. It's good steps. Uh, going up there this uh, spring was a great opportunity for me. To uh, I played on five or six different teams. Can't can't remember how many, but. I know some of the owners, but meeting him in a different setting was really uh, good for me to be able to sit down and talk to him, which is fine. And then talking about the minority internship, uh, that's how I started. I was there with the Eagles, Coach uh, Andy Reid, he brought me on and was able to do that. It's a time where you can, as a former player or young coach, find out what you don't know and find out if you really want to do it. Well, to show people and the guys we have here, are working extremely hard so far, and we're happy to have them. What is, uh, when you guys were looking at Desan and Boye, what was it about you, about him, that really excited you? One, production. Two, just when you talk to people around the league, his former coaches, how smart and how detailed he was. And we always want a guy that stands in front of the huddle that's a natural leader. and. You know, you can put them in. You can put anybody in front of the huddle, but if they're not that leader, the guys aren't going to really follow them. But he's a guy that, throughout his career, he's been that one that you look to or teams have looked to. And once he got here, you you just saw it. Uh, he stepped in front of the huddle, commanded it. He communicates well, so you know we're happy. Comfort for you to have a guy like that here for the first time. Well, I'm kind of biased. I'm a former inside linebacker, been an inside linebacker coach, so I like those guys because I understand what that means to a team. You know, I put a lot of pressure on him and, you know, got broad shoulders, so he's going to stand up to it. Mike, Mike, you mentioned how important is it for Foyer and, and Josh, though, to have those two, like, kingpins of that defense with all the young guys around him and the newness around him. Uh, they have experience. Oh, it's always good to have experience, but we have a coaching staff that has – a bunch of guys that have played. But when you see guys that are on the field with you, that have been through it and understand what we want from them, and the young guys can turn and go ask a question that they might not want to ask a coach. You know what I'm saying? So once uh, we have so many leaders at different positions, uh, 
we're comfortable like that. Mike, you mentioned leadership and experience. At this stage, do you have an idea of who will be those main leaders of your defense? Really, I don't like to say who the leaders are. In my mind, a leader is somebody that's out there making plays. When you're a young guy and you see someone out there that's doing it the right way, making plays, those are the guys you follow. And as coaches, we kind of steer you that way. If you see a guy that's doing it the right way, go get in his back pocket because he's doing it the right way, and that's what you ought to model yourself behind. Mike, on paper, it looks like you guys will be better against the run. But when will you know that? Will you not know that until week one? Will you, do you continue to turn that in camp when the pads are on? We'll probably be better against the run once we get to the end of the season to find out. <laughs> but, but that's the plan. We want to go out there and be the best we can be. And that's the goal right now, get better every day, continue to work. And we have certain things we want to focus on. And our focus is what we're going to try to get better at and be good at. Coach, you're the first time defense coordinator. We have a tendency to think that his last stop is what the defense is going to look like. Will this have a spin on it from your entire career, or will it look a lot like Tampa? When you think about it, as a coach going up, growing up, you're influenced by so many different people. I was with Coach Bowles. Uh, he's like a brother to me. Um, but there are certain things that I've learned in the past before Coach Bowles that I might want to implement. It's right now, it's just we're trying to mold it and we're going to let our players play and perform in the best way they can. We'll put them in position to go out there and make plays through our scheme, whatever our scheme ends up being. Uh, green dot uh, helmet situation with Devin missing some time here at the starter camp? It's really the green dot is it's just my way to communicate to someone on the field. Right. You can put it uh, and you typically want somebody that's on the field three downs and we anticipate our inside linebacker or safety being on the field three downs. So that's still, you know, we can put that on anybody. But normally it's a guy that stands in front of the huddle, makes a call so he can be the, I guess, the communicator on the field. Mike, how encouraging is it to get Darius Williams to come back on the field a little bit more after this spring? It's really good. You sit back and you watch him. A great acquisition for us this uh, offseason. And with his injury, he was able to walk through but not be able to get on the field. Now getting him on the field, seeing his movement, is uh, really good for us. And for the other guys to be able to see him and just see what he brings to the team. You know what an elite defense is supposed to look like. You feel like... This team has the personnel right now to morph, to morph, eventually become an elite defense. That's the goal. That's what everyone works towards. You want to be elite. Whatever team you're on, you want to be elite. And you come out here every day at training camp, and our message to them, you got to build, and it's a process. You get there, you work, you put the work in every day, and then at the end of the day, what happens, happens said that's the goal, but I asked you, do you think that the personality is available here to become elite? That's the thing. You never know. You never know. You have great players, injuries happen, but we're constructed to go out there and get better every day, and we set goals for ourselves, and our goal is to be a great team. Mike, you guys won't put pads on until Sunday and obviously play a game four days later. What sort of challenges does that present? It's really, uh, I don't think see it as a challenge. We have to get the guys acclimated because the thing about it is you want them to come back and, again, we talked about it, it's a process. It's not, yeah, we play a game in four days, but, again, the ultimate game is opening day. So we're trying to build for that, you know, putting ourselves in pads. We'll get enough uh, working pads. Coach Peterson, uh, 
understand he has a plan for what we're going to do, and we're going to follow the plan and, you know, hit it full speed. Josh Allen was working. We talk about veterans working with the younger guys. Josh works with Trayvon, but he also works with undrafted free agents. They've seen that and everything. So is it a sign of Josh's leadership that he's willing to help any teammate at, at whatever pecking order they may or may not be? I think it is. It's a sign of him being a leader, a good teammate, and also being the man he is. Again, no, however you got here, you're here. Now you're in Jacksonville. You can help us. So we're going to try to get everything we can out of you. So, again, he's a guy that's been through it. He understands it. So he's able to spill his knowledge onto the young guys, and they're gravitating to him. You've talked about a lot of the other new faces on the defense. What about Foley Pachacasi? I know he kind of, you guys mentioned when you brought him in that he had some leadership qualities. What have you thought about having Foley around so far? Oh, it was good. In that defensive line room, there's characters. And you got a bunch of leaders, and he's one of the guys. Again, you never can have enough leaders. And we're lucky enough to have a group of guys that have played in the league, understand what it takes to play in the league, and they're able to talk to the young guys and help us out in that aspect. Is Andre Sisko a starter? We'll find out on game day. How is his retention? Who? Andre Sisko. Are you pleased with what he's doing in terms of what you're teaching him in the meeting room and how he's applying it. On really, the, the entire defense right now is learning and they're getting better every day. Uh, I'm pleased with where they're at. They're just continuing to get better and that's what we look for. We look for guys that you're going to make a mistake. If you make a mistake, the next two or three days down the line, you don't make the same mistake. And we're seeing that, so we're, we're pleased. Is he pretty coachable in terms of that, Andre Sisko? Oh, yeah, coachable guy. You like his athleticism, and he's here. He's uh, buying in. He's ready to work. Mike, you talked a lot about guys, new guys, but one of the guys you already had, Shaq Griffin, what, what do you expect for him uh, in his second year here, kind of taking that next step? Again, talk, talking about it, talk about leadership. Uh, he's a guy. He's been here. He understands he's been to other places. So he's a guy that the young guys can look to. And, All right, how'd you do this? What'd you see here? And he's – Happy to instill his knowledge and share his knowledge with the young guys. So pleased with that. All good. Thanks, Thanks, All right. Mike. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.